that was definitive, so you must have some good information on cell phones today. Well, remember back in the day, and, and I had one, it was a brown bag about the size of a small loaf of bread, and it had a little antenna on it, you carried it around, you plugged it in your car, a uh, cigarette lighter, back when they had cigarette lighters, and that, that was your phone, you paid by the minute, you crossed state lines, and it cost you a lot of money, a lot of money, I, I'd be embarrassed to say, what this talker ran up in minutes and dollars and cents. Nice. What year was that, roughly? You you caught me speed. I'm going to have to guess sometime in the 80s, mid-80s. But, I mean, there's people listening now that'll Google it. When did the bag phone come out? When did it go away? But then it went to, uh, I believe, a flip phone, unless I'm missing something in there of which I still have a customer to this day that has a flip phone, no internet, and no fax machine. So believe it or not, when I send him copies of his orders, I put a stamp on it and walk it down the mailbox. But, uh, you know, he helps pay for uh, electricity to run these microphones, and someday when we do cameras, and then we've got to pay for monkey food and all that, it's, it's, it's good that I have a day job. I'm not totally certain that I would have a cell phone if my company didn't buy me this one. I mean, really? totally serious, totally serious, yeah. So how would you know when to show up for sessions? You'd have to call me on the landline or send an email. Oh, you would still have an email? Yeah, yeah, I still have that. Oh, yeah. okay. All right, well, in my world, unfortunately, I can't live without it, but I do enjoy it and people. So, okay, we, we had the flip phone, and it fit in your pocket really cool, and you could get some bezazzled uh, uh, things to to make it girlish-like and, and all that. And most of us guys just shoved it in our front pockets because they were so fragile. Then if you sat down, it would... <laughs> and don't forget the games. You could play that fancy snake game with the flip phone. Remember the snake game? Nope. I no. guess you had too much time on your hands. I had too much. I, I was still chasing the almighty dollar. When you're in sales, uh, it's, it's a constant, uh, constant chase. Wow, the snake game. I may have to Google that after our show tonight. I was really good at it. Not to brag, but... Uh, you know what? That's fine. So, everybody had a flip phone. Show of hands. Who has a smartphone now? Raise it. Oh, wait. I'm sorry. Okay. So, we can't do that and get an accurate count because neither one of us can count past 20, but maybe the monkey can. Don't, don't teach him that. He probably already knows. I know. All right, so you got the smartphone, and now what can you do with the smartphone? First of all, you can be rude as hell and talk loud as can be when you're in a crowded airport, which I have found when I fly, and even anywhere else. And I don't know if it's human nature or people that are on the phone just think they're that important. How about the classic, speaking of airports, how about walking into a massive airport bathroom, quiet, and you hear someone start talking on their cell phone while they're taking care of a business. Um, I have not experienced that, but let me tell you, in the convenience stores, you think, what's this guy carrying on a conversation in the stall over there? And then it's like, no, I don't want to know. I, I, I tune it out. But yeah, they do that. You've seen pictures on YouTube of people talking on their phone or looking down at it, playing the snake game, if they still have the snake game. And they walk right into a fountain in the middle of a beautiful square. They're missing all the architect and everything. But my gosh, that game's good because I'm gonna I'm gonna beat Jimmy if I 
if I get another bonus on this game, you know, that that's the mindset. And then you, you know, you, you have to deal with people that way. And I guess I've not always been perfect as far as etiquette on a cell phone. And who out there, again, has not, even though you're not supposed to, reached over and took a glance at their phone while they were driving. It's a big no-no in my book. Yeah, but I bet you've done it in the past. No. Really? Well, if I had a hat on, I'd say hats off to you. But I've uh, I've known, you know, a handful of people, which is too many, that were distracted driving and their funeral was a few days later. And that, that's unfortunate. But now with this new technology, it all comes up on your screen. And uh, you can just drive down the road like you're talking to yourself. But that's kind of the way that works. I have trouble walking and chewing gum, so driving and talking on a cell phone would be way beyond my skill set. So it stays I mean, in my pocket, does not leave. You know what? I am very happy with the number of downloads I have. So I'll just say I will share with you after the show how many downloads since we started this show less than a month ago. And then you'll know that you told the whole world you can't walk and chew gum at the same time. That's quite all right. Oh, all right. Well, that's right. You have way more anonymity than I do. Well, I, I think it was, uh, I believe, who was it? The philosopher Eastwood that said a man has to know his limitations. Uh, Dirty Harry, 1976. Nice. Yeah, yeah. So, um, g going forward... All the other things you can do with a smartphone. I, I mean, I put notes on it. I have an app for a recorder, so when I think I have an idea, uh, I hit that app. After I pull over, signal to the right, look over both shoulders and my rearview mirrors, and then I turn the app on. And then I have to merge into traffic going 80 miles an hour, and I have to start from zero, and I drive a Honda. Takes a while. I'm still here. And I haven't caused an accident, so I'm I'm proud of that fact. But some of the other stuff, I, I just like go, and I can't say it too loud because I have an Apple Watch on, you know, I go, hey, Siri, what's 72 divided by 8? She gives me the answer. I don't even need a calculator anymore. Now, speaking of apps, what is your favorite app? My favorite app I mentioned last week in what it's like to be a grandma, grandpa or papa, I have an online diary. I believe it's called One Day Journal, where I upload my pictures of the day and, uh, and what I was up to and maybe the weather and a few other impertinent things in case my grandkids want to watch it. So, so that's my favorite app other than, than um, work stuff. Yeah. Okay. Do you have any humorous stories to share with the listeners about uh, learning about the cell phone for the first time or your apps or anything funny like that? Humorous stories. Define humorous. Because I'm kind of a somber guy and I don't laugh much. Define humorous. <laughs> <laughs> well, I really don't because when you start out with a bag phone and then you get to where I'm at, and I look up inventory and products and download pictures and all that. I, I kind of just morphed into it. But I did get a humorous story one day 
I'll bring up my grandson again, even though he's only seven. He asked me about something, and I think it was one of his cartoon people that he watches, and he said, what happened? And I said, sorry, I don't understand. Papa, haven't you ever heard of YouTube? Give me your phone. And he took it, but he didn't get in it because it was password protected. Good for you. Thank you. Well, I know grandmas. I know mommies. I know dads. I know my other grandpas. How come I don't know yours? Because I'm not going to tell you. Here, let me open it. Then we'll go to YouTube and find out. That's about as humorous as it gets with my phone. And uh, I just uh, I just kind of keep it at that. It's it's definitely a work tool for me and, and a way also to uh, my list of topics that I want to talk about on the cell phone, which range over 65, I think, even though we've knocked a few off because we've done five that we've published. Um, yeah, they're all in there under notes. And I just uh, do a search for it, and here it comes up, and that's how I chose this one five minutes before you walked in. There you go. Do you remember the first time you heard the term cell phone or cellular phone? Do you remember that? What you thought of, or you know, I do, and and it was my friend who was a funeral director who had one before I did, but I had to have one soon after that, and so he he was always on call, so he took the phone with him, and the first time he was with it, and we went out for dinner, he would look and we'd see how many bars we had, and all of a sudden it pegged all the bars. I don't know if it was four or five, and I go, holy cow! I says this cell phone has more bars than Hershey's. Yeah. But uh boom. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it uh it, it it it's changed the world entirely, you know. You you go now and you hit the QR square uh when you go into a restaurant to read the menu, which I'm not a fan of because of my age and my eyesight. Uh I guess uh that's the way it goes. You get your airline tickets on there and you scan it when you walk in, nobody touches it, there's not paper all over. There went my complimentary scratch paper since I didn't have the back of a ticket to write on anymore, my bookmarker. But I guess now my books are on my phone, so I don't have to drag one around. How about texting? Do you remember when texting first became available on, was it the flip phone? or what The phone flip phone yeah. with the snake game, yes, okay. I remember that. And then it was predictive text. And I had some friends that were doing it. You type in the first three words and it gives you first three letters, you type it in and it gives you options and then you don't have to finish the word if, if one of the options work. And it's like, holy cow, this is pretty cool, but a real PIA, pain in the ass. I didn't like it at all. And my friends were doing it that way and finally I got over it. And, uh, and I can remember other people saying, well, I'm never going to text. If I want to talk to somebody, I'm going to pick up the phone. Well, those days are gone, and they had to eat those words, and that's kind of the way it went. Just like where you had a park today, I said, you know, you could take any spot as long as you had your fancy parking pass in the window. And if you didn't have it, be prepared to be towed. I that's hope right. when you leave the studio today, your car's still there. I have a bit of an issue with the day-to-day the -day fee I have to pay for that parking pass. We can maybe talk about that later. but We can address it in your next contract okay. that you don't get paid for. Can you speculate who that first text message went to? Absolutely not. I don't have a no clue. No idea? <laughs> no, I don't. 
Not the famous what that first text message was or anything like that? No, I remember Neil Armstrong walking on the moon. That has nothing to do with the first text message, but my memory just isn't there like it used to be. Well, I thought it was going to be something like the first, uh, uh, Watson, come here, I need you, you know, the, the first telephone message or something like that. I thought you'd remember that. Alexander Graham Bell, 1897. It seems a bit late. Well, I faked it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, a cell phone. Oh, here's another good one I see. People that clean their cell phones. Now you can buy a case that you can put your cell phone in for a minute and it gets rid of all the germs. Ultravioletly. Really? I have a hard time with that, but maybe it works. I thought you'd have one. You're a bit of a... You pay attention to the cleanliness aspect of... I do? Yeah, oh yeah. Well, I didn't know that. Orderly? Well, I, everything's got its place, and everything in its place. Certainly. Yeah. Um, oh man, these cables are a mess on here. I can tell you rerouted things after uh, we, we started going. But, no, uh, you can get those things, and there's wipes for phones, and, and uh, I've seen uh, experiments where they tell you how much, how many germs are actually on your phone compared to elsewhere. And it's like, but you're scary. But my theory is germs are good for you because it builds up your immune system to a point. If you're super disinfectant, then you're maybe more susceptible to colds, flu, etc. I don't yeah, know. There's something to that. Yeah, there is. Yep, absolutely. You're acknowledging I said something that made sense. Yeah, yeah, you know. Where'd my pen go? I gotta make a. Oh, I have an audio of it. That's right. We're recording all of this. So then, then if you take that cleanliness further, if you take your case off, there's usually a bunch of crap in there. But the people who have cases, sorry, my dear, I didn't. I wasn't talking to your drawer full. But all these cases that have the bling on them and the leather, and it holds your license and it holds your credit cards, and I hope to get a credit card someday. And it, it, it's amazing. And then you can get some high-end leather ones that probably smell good when you put the phone up to your ear. I don't know. Yeah, it should for that amount of money. How much is amount? For that amount? Yeah. Uh, three digits. Oh, okay. Yeah, that should for that amount. Three dollar digits. Oh, okay. I'm calling the sense. Well, you can always buy some, uh, what do they call those, oils? Essential oils. Essential oils to put on your phone case to, you know, get rid of bunions or something. I don't know. I, I, I guess I shouldn't say that. People use essential oils and love them and everything else. I, I've never tried them. So there was an old saying back in the 60s. Don't knock it till you tried it. Or don't believe anybody over 30. Yeah, yeah. Or both. both. Yeah, it could be both. Absolutely. <laughs> Do you have any interesting cell phone wrong number stories to share with the listeners? Well, they're not interesting. I've had some phone calls, and the, and the person on the other end said, Who is this? I said, You tell me who this is before I tell you who I am. Just I have a little fun with it, and somebody hangs up rather abruptly due to embarrassment or annoyance. Nothing, nothing humorous. Nothing my, major? No, my, my life is not... Filled with humor, it's uh, 
sarcasm and smart-ass remarks with life stories and awesome guests. Your life is not filled with humor? That's not humor. That's not belly laugh humor. Oh. That's just smirk and let's see if we can dig up another one quick. Would you put, get up and put that monkey in the cage for crying out loud? It is making noise about something and it I don't like it. You don't like it. I think he's got a direct feed into my headset or something. I just hope he doesn't jump here on the table because the way you got these cords looking, he's going to trip something and one of our mics are going to go gone. I think he knows I am taking his job and he's not happy. Oh, no, you're not taking his job. He doesn't enunciate as well as you do. Thank you. You're, <laughs> you're welcome. Now, Ed, I thought you'd make a comment about my beverage here. Normally, you'd point that out to the listeners. Well, what am I supposed to comment about? It's got a flip top. It's open. You raise it to your mouth every once in a while, and then you uh, you haven't belched yet in the microphone, so I guess that's a good thing. The broadcast is young, yes. Uh, uh, not, not really. I think that it looks like the time is winding down because... Too much of it is not a good thing. And you went way over your 10% today. You're either going to get put in podcast jail or I'm going to do a couple selfies, uh, loners, to catch up because uh, your contract will be way out of whack by the end of the year and we can't, uh, we can't have that. By the way, I want to tell all our listeners, I have two Christmas stories I want to tell. And one of them, I'm going to read. It's a story. And it caught my attention 10 or 11 years ago. I remembered the long and the short of it. I Googled it. I found it. I printed it off. So, Johnny G, you'll be out of a job that week. And then the the other one is something that my former employees, uh, for lack of better words, pulled a trick on me. And uh, I had to stand there and eat crow. And it happened at Christmas time. Actually, Santa brought the package in, so um, that that's that's a great story. It's something I'll always remember and I'll always treasure because uh, they got me. They got me good. So that's coming up here as, let's see, December 1st is Wednesday, I believe, and this is going out on Monday, November 30th, I think. I could be wrong. I've been wrong once today already. But, uh, yeah, so this one will come out next week uh, at 7 a.m. Tell your friends, tell your neighbors, tell your enemies, tell the homeless, um, and, and give them a cup of coffee for crying out loud. Be generous to them. They're having a tough time. But I'm sad to say they probably have a smartphone. And uh, we will uh, we'll be back. Uh, this one's going out at 7 Monday morning. And then the following Monday morning, 7 o'clock. So you can go to edhallback.com. That's www.edhalb as in boy, ach.com. On that note, Johnny G, you got anything to say before we cut you off here? Cut your mic? Thank you, everyone. Well put. Thank you, ladies and gentlemen, for listening. Stay tuned. Bye-bye. <laughs>